Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Touchdown, Kiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by Wonkley Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. A production of GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber to the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Rondé. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. Welcome to week number nine of betting with the Barbers powered by Superbook Sports. Ron Crook joined, as always, by the New York Giants all-time leading rusher, Tiki Barber, and Super Bowl champ with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Rondé Barber. Guys, the NFL trade deadline came and went this week. Some major deals going down, but I think most incredibly, the Barbers did not trade me away for future considerations <laughs> or draft picks. So I appreciate that, fellas. You're a wonder twin for life, whether you like yes. it or not. Right. Sorry. Yeah, we fielded some calls for you, but we decided <laughs> you're too much of an asset and we weren't letting you go. <laughs> I'm glad you said asset. <laughs> oh, you guys are too kind. Uh, too kind, man. <laughs> well, what a crazy week, though, fellas. I mean, uh, Christian McCaffrey goes to the 49ers from Carolina. Miami gets Bradley Chubb from Denver. Ravens boost their defense by adding a Roquan Smith from the Bears. A lot of movement. Tiki, let's start with you. I mean, what trade stood out to you? Well, the fact that the Giants did nothing, that's what stood out to me. But, you know, honestly, knowing how mm. Joe Jane is thinking about this, the future is so much more important than the present, despite being 6-2 and two and maybe the fifth best team in the NFC. But it's really Christian McCaffrey. You just mentioned it. He's going to go out there in Kyle Shanahan's offense and simply thrive. We saw it. The last weekend, where he ran for a touchdown, he threw for a touchdown, he caught a touchdown. It's the perfect toy for Kyle Shanahan to execute his offense in the ways that he loves to execute it. It's it's a perfect match, to be honest with you. I am sitting here shocked, Tiki, that you didn't say Kadarius Tony, man. Come on. That was crazy. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. That was addition by subtraction. (laughs) (laughs) The the one trade I liked actually uh, involved the San Francisco 49ers as well, but that was Jeff Wilson going to the Miami Dolphins Uh, and rejoining Mike McDaniel and Raheem Mostert there in Miami. I keep trying to discount what the Dolphins are doing, but Tua had a 382-yard day with three touchdowns, and Hill and Waddle – are the duo with the most yards through eight games in the modern NFL. I saw that stat and I was like, and you added Jeff Wilson and you got a better pass rusher than Bradley Chubb. What the Dolphins did says they're trying to win right now. 
Absolutely. And I think one other trade going under the radar a little bit is the Vikings getting tight end uh, TJ Hawkinson from the Lions. I think that's a big acquisition for that offense as they've had some problems at that position battling injuries. And guys, who would have thought as we enter into week number nine, the birds would be flying. Seattle, (laughs) the Seahawks, the Ravens, and the Falcons all leading their divisions while teams like Green Bay, Tampa, and Denver barely at this point hanging on to their playoff lives a lot of teams on by this week the browns broncos steelers cowboys giants 49ers all get the week off as we roll into week number nine guys let's begin with the thursday night game is the last undefeated team the philadelphia eagles they put their spotless 7-0 record on the line when they travel down to houston to face the one game winning Texans, Philly, five and two against the spread. And Houston, while they can't win, they're at least covering the spread. They've gone three, three and one this season. Current odds, according to superbook.com, Philly, minus 14, two touchdown favorite, and the over under 45 points. Opening odds saw Philly come in at minus 13. So money is coming in on the Eagles, and the point total was at 43. It's now up to 45. Money line, Philly minus 850. Massive line in Houston to come back on them plus 575. All right, guys, I know it's really early and we have a long way to go, but at 7 and 0, is it a reality for those Eagles to go undefeated in 17 and 0? It's going to be a challenge for them. Now, I think it's not starting this Thursday, but I think it is <laughs> going to be a challenge for them only because teams like the Giants are still on their schedule. Now, the Giants aren't better than them, but the Giants know how to keep games close and sometimes steal them. They also have you know the Cowboys still on the schedule. And so there's teams that are the, the Saints who played better last weekend. There's teams that can maybe clip them. But with that being said, Jalen Hurts has turned into one of the heroes in the NFL this year. It seems like even when he's making the wrong play, because trust me, a couple of those touchdowns to A.J. Brown last weekend were the wrong throw. He put them exactly where he needed to be. <laughs> And those guys were making plays for them. So I think they can outscore whoever they want to. The challenge is going to be whether or not defensively, what we're seeing right now, is it sustainable against some of the better offenses that they're going to see later on in the season. But they're going to be 8 no after this weekend. Maybe Texans cover, but they're going to be 8 no. But that's just a grind, dude. I just And they got to stay healthy. I'm going to say no. I don't see that happening. Let's be honest. The only reason we're talking about this game is because this week of football games kind of stinks. And <laughs> it's a lot of teams on bye. Right. <laughs> on Thursday night, Jalen Hurts is never going to look like a top 10 NFL quarterback. He just doesn't put up those kind of numbers, right? Uh, I know he had 285 yards and four touchdowns on three balls that probably shouldn't have been thrown that end up in touchdowns. But the one thing that he does do, much like your Daniel Jones, Tiki, is protect the football. He only has two interceptions all year. So the offense can run through him. And unlike years past and maybe early in the season, they're using Miles Sanders as a like a runner. I mean, he had a ridiculous 8.7 yards per carry last week. In his last three games, I think it's been, he's actually been the, the main producer in the run game. So they're finding balance in that regard. And if A.J. Brown could be who A.J. Brown is, I mean, they can compete with everybody. You talked about defense, Tiki. They have the second most takeaways in the NFL this year, second most interceptions as well. 
that combination in the secondary of Bradbury Slay and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, right? They have two, three, and four interceptions on the year. That is the reason why their defense is playing so well. I look at stats a lot just to determine how teams contain success. Their differential, 14 in the takeaway-giveaway category, the second-place team is eight behind them. So, yes, wow. they can go undefeated, even in their division, even with the tough NFC East. Quickly, before we get to those picks, I want your takes. Do you guys almost feel like it's a good thing to get that one loss out of the way before you roll into the playoffs and not have that pressure, New England Patriots? As long as you don't sacrifice health and things of that nature, because we know what happens in the post. It's the healthiest teams that are going to get to the postseason. It's the healthiest teams in the postseason that have a chance to, to win. But it's also the better playing quarterbacks. And Jalen Hurts, by the way, shout out to the 2017 National Championship Alabama Crimson Tide. The two highest yards per attempt in the NFL right now, Tua right. Tagovailoa, who won that championship, and Jalen Hurts who was the backup on that championship team and got benched in the championship game. So that Alabama team was ridiculous. To me, it's really all about being healthy when the playoffs start. If you're going to sacrifice that just to go 17-0, and it's not worth it. You know what? Top five defenses win championships, dude, and they have a top five defense. That's all I can say about this team. Talk a lot about Jalen Hurts. They have a top five defense, dude. Yeah, that is a big combination, no doubt about it. All right, let's get to our picks. Current odds, according to Superbook.com, Philadelphia, a massive two-touchdown favorite at minus 14, the over-under sitting at 45 points. Tiki, you're up. Who are you going with in this one? I mean, Philly's winning this game, but 14's a lot. I thought that the Bills last week were 20 points better than the Green Bay Packers, who have not been playing good. But at some point in this season, and it's starting to feel like this last week was the week, offenses got out of their preseason mode. We saw a ton of points. And as bad as the Houston Texans True. are, they didn't move off of Brandon Cooks. He's still there. They still have Damian Pierce, uh, who is a very good runner. And I believe that Davis Mills can just do enough to cover the 14. So I'm going to go with Houston getting 14 points at home. So it's, it's are, a big number at home, but I'm going to go Houston plus 14. They are an NFL team for the love. 14 <laughs> points is massive. All right, Rondé, who are you going with? I'm with you, Ron. 14 points is like just not doable in the NFL. It's I mean, crazy. that's just a blowout like of epic proportions. And I know that Philly is the third highest scoring offense in the NFL, and uh, the Houstons aren't very good at stopping people, especially in the fourth quarter, but – I just can't see this being that big of a game. Houston is undoubtedly in a holding pattern, right? They're waiting, whether it's a new coach or new everything next year, who the heck knows? Philly's trying and to be the best team in the NFC, and so far they're succeeding. So across the board, the Texans don't match up at all, but I can't see this line being 14 in a holding. It's just, it's just crazy. I'm going to go that, uh, say that uh, the Texans find a way to cover this somehow. Somehow. You mentioned him. Damon Pierce is great. I like him a lot. He's been one of the bright spots for them this season. Mm -hmm. I think if he can keep moving, they can keep the Eagles offense on the sidelines. Keep it close for a while. Thursday night football has been low scoring all season long, except for a few instances here and there. I don't think that trend continues this week in an AFC-NFC matchup. The challenge for Houston isn't, you know, the short week It's stopping the Eagles offense. 
I'm going to lay the lumber and I'm going to Wow. Quit. I'm going to take Philly and I am going to lay 14 points. Crazy. Am I crazy? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I am. It's true. <laughs> hey, quick reminder, Superbook is still offering some great promos, including up to a $1,000 bonus when you sign up, make a deposit, and a wager. Check out their weekly parlay and safety bonuses at Superbook.com. Download the app and make sure you are following them on all social media platforms at Superbook Sports. Game number two, fellas, we're focusing in on is a massive matchup in the AFC East where the second place New York Jets look to prove they are true contenders when they tangle with the division-leading Buffalo Bills. Jets are 5-3, and three, both straight up and against the spread and are coming off a tough loss, though, at home to the Patriots. Another defeat this week, and maybe they go back to pretender status. The Bills keep rolling six and one overall, four, two, and one against the spread. And uh, I think we're all a little bit bitter last week when we all picked them and uh, they didn't cover by a half point. Um, that was tough when we thought they would steamroll the Packers. Didn't happen. But uh, another massive line as we come into this one. According to superbook.com, opening odds, Buffalo was minus. 11 and a half guys, and the point total was 46 and a half. Current odds from Superbook, Buffalo, a minus 12, and the point total is 47. Money line, Buffalo, six and a one on the money line. Jets, plus 450. Wow. Tale of two quarterbacks going into this one. Allen really looking like the true MVP we thought he could be. Wilson kind of regressing. Many wondering if he'll be a bust. And the Bills, guys, just keep on rolling. What's better when you look at them, their number one ranked offense or their number two ranked defense? I'm going to say the number one ranked offense because they're finally doing it the way that an offense should work without Josh Allen being everything. He looks really good in the pocket right now mm -hmm. for some reason to me. He's getting rid of the ball quickly. He's not having to run all over the place. Devin Singletary is actually getting some more carries. Zach Moss is gone now, so maybe James Cook, Tiki, who's on our fantasy team, will actually you know, <laughs> get a chance to play this week. <laughs> nice. But if, if there's one thing that bothers me about the Bills' offense is that they only have one target. It's Stephon Diggs. That's it. The next closest guy is the running back, is Singletary in terms of targets. So could a team maybe take away one receiver in this offense stutter? That's the only question I have about the Bills. Nobody's been able to do it yet. I mean, he had 108 yards on, what, 10 catches last week, and he was yeah. still the most productive receiver on the field somehow. He just continues to do that. He'll do that against the against the, the Jets, even though I do like their defense. This is a, a Bills team that's just rolling. doesn't matter how you try to stop, and they find a way. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm usually an offensive guy as well, but this Buffalo defense and it's Vaughn Miller, it's all these guys getting after the passers. And it's making it very difficult for young players. And we're starting to see this. There's young players starting to take over the quarterback position in, in the NFL. And this week is no different. Zach Wilson could be great. He's confident. He's got a lot of faith in himself. But he is erratic. He gets messy with his arm slots. That's why yeah. he fails footballs. His feet work get bad, and he uh, he he throws off uh, you know, the throwaways. He had a couple throwaways last weekend that were interceptions because he just didn't sail it out of bounds. And so he wants to be the hero. There's a stat that I saw that is astonishing. I don't know if I've ever heard it before. Out of his 47 pressures this year, he's completed nine passes. Nine wow. passes when he's pressured. 
He just doesn't register things. And they mm. always talk about processing. There was a play, and I think it was his first interception last weekend, where there is nothing but pressure coming on the right side. There's no receiver over there, and there's three guys lined up in a pressure position, and he doesn't shift the offensive line. He just lets the pressure come, ends up forcing the throw off his back foot. He gets picked mm. off right before halftime, and that's how you lose football games. And the challenge is the Jets fans have all of these expectations because they did really well in free agency. They had one of the best drafts in the NFL last year, but it's all dependent upon the quarterback. And so Zach might be a bust. I'm not calling it yet, but he's not processing and growing like a second-year player should be on a really good team. So to me, this game is going to be about Buffalo's defense continuing to make Zach Wilson uncomfortable and as his predecessor sam darnold said see ghosts because that's exactly <laughs> what he does on a lot of occasions uh, out there on the field we needed that for the halloween show last <laughs> week man i love it uh you know big game for the jets no doubt about it to see if they are contenders or pretenders and speaking of big it's another huge line as we go in and check the odds from superbook.com Current odds, Buffalo is a minus 12, and the point total is a 47 points. All right, Rondé, you're up. Who are you going with? I obviously have to go with the Bills. Robert Sala is going to be taking receipts off us again this week because you know, <laughs> I'll be doubting his team right here. Look, he's a good coach. And remember, guys, I said that uh, Sauce Gardner was going to be defensive rookie of the year. Well, go watch this guy play. He could be defensive rookie of the year. And he's got a great matchup this week against Diggs. But come on, man. This offense is too good. The Bills have one weakness. They have 12 turnovers, giveaways in seven games. And I don't know if the Jets are good enough to continue that trend. If they could, this line, it'll stay under 12. But I, I just don't think that they are. They're going to be behind in this game. Zach Wilson's going to be forced to make mistakes because they don't have a running game without Brees Hall now. So, yeah, I'm taking the Bills to cover them. Hmm. I'm going to actually go with the Jets. They play a – and, again, James Robinson is now the starting running back. He is not Brees Hall. Brees Hall could take a draw and hit his head on the, on the goalpost. James Robinson is not that same player, but I think last weekend when Zach Wilson dropped back 40 plus times showed that they can't play or win that way. They have a really good defense as Rondé is alluding to. And the only way that Mike LaFleur, their offensive coordinator is going to get out of the way of the freight train of criticism that's coming his way is to take it out of Zach hands and slow this game down. Their defense can be disruptive, right? You talk about, you know, Stephon Diggs and Sauce Gardner. Gabe Davis has been a stupid explosive player this year. It's absurd, 26 yards per catch, but it's few and far between. I think if Josh Allen has to rely on him being the playmaker or Dawson Knox, who has never quite found his form this year for whatever reason, I think that the Jets can keep this thing close enough. They're not winning, I don't think but they can keep it close enough that they don't get run away from. So give me the Jets plus 12 here. Again, at home. Tiki going with the Jets. Rondé going with the Bills. I can't stand jumping on a team again that uh, screwed me by a half point. But, uh, you know, right now the Bills are just too dominant on both sides of the ball. The Jets offense struggling. Wilson is struggling. I think Buffalo will want to make a statement against the second place team in the division i'm laying more lumber let's just keep it going this week it doesn't matter three four five touchdowns whatever 
I'm going to take the Bills minus the 12 points. Like it. Guys, with so many teams on buys this week, game number three, definitely uh, the game of the week when the AFC South leading Tennessee Titans bring their 5-2 and two record to Kansas City to tangle with the AFC West leading Chiefs. Kansas City 5-2 and two as well, but only 3-4 and four against the spread. The Titans an impressive 5-2 and two against the spread. Tennessee, guys, it seems to have the Chiefs and Andy Reid's number. Reid, 0-4 against the Titans since 2014. And last year, if you remember, Tennessee, I mean, shocked the world when they held Kansas City to only three points and posted a 27-3 to victory. So Kansas City looks to bounce back. Opening odds, courtesy of Superbook.com. Kansas City came in, fellas, as a minus 11 and a half points, another huge line. And the point total was at 47. Current odds from Superbook, Kansas City Money is coming in on them. They are now a minus 12 and a half, and the point total has dropped to 46 and a half. Money line, Kansas City, a huge minus 650, and the comeback on Tennessee, plus 475. For me, the storyline really, Derrick Henry looks like the old Derrick Henry of old, exploded for over 200 yards of rushing last week. As you know, the Titans do sit atop a less than stellar AFC South to be nice. Uh, are they pretenders guys? And on the flip side, really, who are the chiefs? Are they favorites or are they just average? Yes. It's really interesting when you look at this Tennessee Titans team, because they have got themselves back into this conversation as a playoff contender, right? They're five and three. They're going to win the the South because it's, it's, it's putrid. Uh, when you look at all the teams <laughs> that are there and if Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry rushed for 200 yards for the sixth time in his career, breaking a tie with yours truly, who was number two, with five career 200-yard games. He's now got six tied with AP. Uh, I love it. And, Just slips it in. <laughs> and OJ like So, I mean, he's a, he's a stud. And if he's a stud, then they can compete with anyone. But the challenge of their offense is that Ryan Tannehill has regressed to like the mean or maybe even below that mean he's averaging under 200 yards a game and there is one wide receiver touchdown all season long one the running back Dontrell here has more receiving touchdowns and two of those came in week one against the New York Giants so they right. cannot they're one-dimensional like as one-dimensional as one-dimensional it could be the Tennessee Titans and that's I guess okay to win the South it's not nearly enough to compete with a team like the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, I think the Chiefs are a team that used to be dominant, and they were dominant because of two players, Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Without Tyreek Hill, they don't have that figure it out, go play in the playground type plays anymore. You're not scoring 40 points just by tossing it up any longer. And so what's happened to them, and it's why they play a couple of tight games against teams they shouldn't, it's why they also blow out some other teams, is they got to play it tighter to the vest. They are not a team that can have mistakes and tell themselves, you know what, we're going to figure this out in the fourth quarter, and we're going to score 22 points when we have to. They're not that team anymore. And so they are really good, but they're not as great as they used to be. All right, let me unpack this diatribe a little bit that Tiki just went on. First, the Titans, they just embrace winning ugly. That's what they do. They did it last year. We're the number one team in the AFC. Now, they did that last year with at least a competent passing offense. This year, it is below that. And if Malik Willis is the starting quarterback, he started last week. Some people are saying he's starting this week. Who knows? We'll find out. He had 10 pass attempts last week. And I did this dude's game in the preseason this year. 
and he is anything but an NFL quarterback. He's basically a running back that can throw the football. He's an athlete, right? That's basically all he is. So the only thing they can do is win ugly and hope that Derrick Henry gets one more game away from Tiki Barber and 200 yard rushing games that they, <laughs> that they beat uh, uh, Kansas City last year was because their defense was, was better last year. You know, they had some really good players last year. They still have Jeffrey Simmons, who's a freak, but they have so many weaknesses in the secondary that I find it hard to believe that they are where they are. And the only way you can justify them being where they are is that they played a very weak schedule in a very weak division. Now, Kansas City, they still are the second best offense in the league in terms of producing yards, right? Mm-hmm. 403 yards. Yes, it's a, it's a Travis Kelsey game. He's the only tight end in the NFL right now with who's uh, top 10 in both receptions and yards. Not just for tight ends, but for all receivers. So they rely on him. He's, and he's a great route runner. You he's know also that, leading in touchdowns, Rondé. Right, exactly. The one guy who I think can start to fill that role and who has looked better to me is Nicole Hardman. I mean, a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago, I was kind of down on him. But then I yeah, saw the last few weeks, and he's had some really, really good football games. Not only passing, but they're using him in jet sweeps and whatever, whatever, whatever. I like this football team. If their defense, if Spagnola can come up with a plan to stop that monster, this is going to be a game, I think, where the Chiefs at home find a way to beat these Titans, even though they haven't beaten them yet, according to according to Ron. That's hard for me to believe, but you say it, Ron. <laughs> you know? I know. I was so shocked. I had to actually, uh, I actually double-checked. <laughs> Crazy. I think you guys hit on some great points, and the Chiefs do get that uh, that extra week to prepare for the Titans, and maybe that's with their stellar um, Andy Reid's stellar record coming off a bye. Maybe that's why this line is so massive. Continuing that trend of massive lines, according to Superbook.com, the Chiefs currently minus 12 and a half, and the point total sits at 46 and a half points. Let's see. Tiki, you went with a, uh, you took the points, both those massive lines. Are you going to go for the trifecta and take the points with the Tennessee Titans? Well, you know, I travel almost every weekend doing NFL games, doing college games. This weekend, I'm home for the New York City Marathon on Sunday. So wish me luck. Go get them. Another shameless plug. Because I'm, because you should do it over and under what my time is going to be. Uh, because I'm home this week, I'm taking all home teams. So I got a home Homer. with Houston. I got home with the Jets, and I got to go home with the Kansas City Chiefs because Rondé's right. They can score points. They can throw up 45 if they want to, and Tennessee can't keep up point-wise, especially if Malik Willis is the starting quarterback and they are one-dimensional. So give me Kansas City laying 12. The yeah, Homer this, this special. Yeah, the Homer special. I see what your theme was there. That's pretty good, Tiki. Well done. Mm, it's it's <laughs> so smooth. So smart. Look, this line, like Green Bay Buffalo last week, just feels a little too big. But I think most people are betting the Titans against the spread because, you know, it's just a little too big. Tennessee is better <laughs> keeping games close than people give them credit for. And KC's yeah. only covered three times this year, right? That being said, there's only been one game, right, this year where we were like, that spread is ridiculous, forget it. And you remember what game it was? It was Buffalo, mm-hmm. Tennessee, Tennessee. And we oh, both said, yeah. no way. Guess how many points they gave up that game, if you remember? 41. 
right? I think this feels like that kind of game. Yeah. You know, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have given up some rushing yards in the last couple of weeks, but I think their defense will find a way to nullify the only one person that can actually make this game competitive in Derrick Henry, and uh, I'm taking the points, man. This is a big spread week for everybody. I'm taking them all. I'm taking them all. Oh, wow. So we got the Homer special and uh, <laughs> we well, went with the Bills, but you're, you're taking uh, two out of three. You're taking the points with. You hit it, Rondé. I mean, the, the only guy that can keep Tennessee in this is Derrick Henry. Uh, he's been a major force in five games against Kansas City. How about this stat? Averaging 111 yards per game and over five yards a carry. I mean, he has been a beast against them, but when... What scares me with the uh, with the underdogs is that, number one, going into Kansas City, Kansas City coming off that bye week. They've had a lot of time to prepare to stop Henry Reed, 20-3 and three coming off a bye week. That's massive. Make sure that uh, you check out the line it, um, at Superbook.com when the Titans announce if they'll have Tannehill or if they'll have Willis starting. Either way, I was going back and forth, but if Tiki's going with the Homer special, I'm going to go with the lay the lumber weekend and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to drop and take Kansas city. And I just added it up with those three games, guys. I am laying 38 and a half points with those three games. Wow. You must not like your money. Yeah. That's uh, (laughs) definitely a record. (laughs) We will see. Won't we? We will see. Hey, quick reminder. Superbook is still offering some great sign-up bonuses and promotions. Get to superbook.com, download the app and get in on all the action, college football, NFL, the world series, NBA started NHL. Great time to be a sports fan for sure. And make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Superbook Sports. Well, fellas, we are officially entering into week number nine, and we are halfway through the 2022 NFL season. That's crazy to me. So we were thinking this is probably the perfect time to look at some current future bets you can jump on at Superbook.com as we hit the midseason point. So let's begin with future number one. Odds for the Miami Dolphins to win the AFC. They're five and three, tied with the Jets for second place, just added Bradley Chubb, and they are behind the division leading Buffalo Bills, who are six and one. The odds for the Miami Dolphins to win the AFC, guys, 15 to one. Let's mm. go, Tiki, first. Your thoughts. You know, we saw them come from behind, and this was before they added the upgrades against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Baltimore may be a a little bit of a paper tiger over here, but we saw them come from behind and score 40-plus points. This Miami team, and Rondé mentioned it, they have two of the elite receivers in football right now. The duo might be, I mean, not might, they are the best in the NFL. And despite all the hate and shade that Tua Tungavailoa got his first two years in the NFL, he's proving that his draft status was correct. The dude does not cause turnovers. He doesn't throw interceptions. He's accurate as hell. And if there's a team that can keep up score-wise with Buffalo and Kansas City, it's probably Miami. I would take that. 15 to 1, those are great odds, 100%. I'm taking that future bet. I watched them in the preseason this year when they came in practice with Tampa, and I wouldn't have taken that bet. No chance. Tua looked like he did the first two years of his career. And it 
probably because we really hadn't seen what it was going to look like when Tyreek Hill was in mm-hmm. full. I'd given up on Mike Gusecki. He looks like a baller now. Jalen Waddle, we knew he was mm-hmm. last year. He's got a rookie record for receptions last year, number of catches. So you knew that it was going to explode. And yes, could they win the AFC? Yeah, I'd take that. Any given day, you're looking at 15 to 1 against a team that I think is going to surprise a lot of people. They got a pretty easy schedule going in. They only got two or three tough games, one at Buffalo, and they have to play at San Francisco. The rest of them, they should scoot their way right to the top of the AFC by the end of this season. I love those odds, 15 to 1. I, I love those odds to, to play around with. You look at the the leader in the clubhouse to win the AFC, of course, is the Buffalo Bills at plus 120. Then Kansas City at plus 270. Baltimore, 15 to 2. And Cincinnati, 15 to 1. I would roll with the, uh, the Dolphins over Cincinnati at 15 to 1. You can jump on those bets and any future bets at superbook.com. All right, guys, let's talk about the NFL MVP award. Future wager number two, Jalen Hurts to win the NFL MVP. He is plus 310. Rondé, what are your thinking? It's not worth taking it unless something happens to Josh Allen. Otherwise, you're just Mm. money. I mean, unless you're going to carry that bet, Yes, I'll take that <laughs> if you can guarantee Josh Allen is going to get hurt by the end of the year. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just, you know, he's not going to have a downturn. The presumptive NFL MVP is not going to have a downturn unless something physical happens to him, which could. I mean, he puts his body in harm's way every single week. So would I take it? Yeah. I mean, if I had an extra 100 to land around and win 310, of course, but – He's not going to outplay Josh Allen. He's not going to outplay Josh Allen to win the MVP. I don't care if they go undefeated. He himself is not going to outplay Josh Allen. Now, the team might, and if they're undefeated, that puts him heavily in the conversation. But Josh Allen is special, dude. He just, I, just, I just can't see it. Yeah, can't either. If you're a Philly fan, you're taking that bet. I bet you that this bet is covered financially by all the Philly fans right now. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good the, point. Like Cub fans always do. Uh-huh. You know, our executive producer, though, today, Kristen Mackey, is loving all this Josh Allen talk. But don't talk about injuries if you want to get in trouble with her. Uh-huh. You, you yeah. don't say anything about Josh Allen getting hurt. He's the favorite to win the MVP. Shortest odds. Josh Allen is at minus 120. Patrick Mahomes at plus 310. And then, guys, early season favorites, Tom Brady and the back-to-back MVP winner, Aaron Rodgers, sitting at 100-1. to one. Mm. Ugh. Don't waste your money. No. No. All right, I love this one. According to Superbook.com, get to their check out the props. They have a prop right now and this is our future bet number three, that the Philadelphia Eagles, will they go 17-0, and go undefeated, have the undefeated season? The odds the Eagles go 17-0, and guys, 11-1. to mm. <sighs> I'd take that. I know it's hard. 11-1 odds. I'd take it. It's very hard to do. The last time it was even close was... What? Uh, well, obviously New England when they lost the the Giants. 
it's we're talking regular season i mean so this has happened yeah so it's happened right you're right so in that case it has happened but we're not talking about the miami dolphins undefeated season we're just talking about winning every game like we just regular season right regular season right if you go through the schedule for the eagles you really are sitting there telling yourself can they beat washington new york and dallas in their division yes outside of that it's Houston this week, it's Indy, it's Tennessee, it's Chicago, and New Orleans. Wow. Yeah, I'm uh, taking this. I, yeah. I would take this. Why not? I wouldn't be afraid to put a little bit on it either. Right. Put some pepper on this one. Like, right. this, 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 you can church this one up a little yeah. bit. Make it the one that The game that'll matter. Baked, after it's baked, it's like going down nice. <laughs> right. The one that'll matter will be at home week. 17 or 18, I guess. Week 18, New York Giants go to Philly. That'll be the game. Ooh, ooh, Giants yes, probably can't wait win. for that. Playoffs. Philly might be like, oh, we don't want to get people. I don't know if Sirianni's like that, but yeah. you know, that'll be the one. I'm telling you, it's going to come down to that game. They got so many injuries. Now they're starting to get healthy and they have a bye week, but I don't know. It's, 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 I didn't even think about that. The yeah. Giants, the last game. <laughs> Whoa, that's going to be fun. And with that schedule, you just broke it down. I would get to superbook.com now because once you broke that down, Ronda, those odds might be uh, yeah, might be yeah. coming down a little bit. Lock in at 11 to 1 right now. All right, guys. Well, another award-winning episode is in the books. We want to thank our viewers, listeners, and everyone that joins us every week. Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. Take a second to like, rate, and subscribe. And remember, Betting with the Barbers is available on Spotify and Apple Music and, of course, at Superbook.com. All right, final thoughts, fellas, before the Eagles play the Texans and we officially start the second half of the season. Um, Briefly, why do we not care at all about the 6-1 and Minnesota Vikings? (laughs) To regurgitate what Rondé said last week. <laughs> I know, but they just keep winning. I'm going to say right. it every week. Yeah, well, you should. <laughs> One of us should say that every week. And if you yeah. didn't care about the, if you didn't care about them last week, and they just won this week, you are forced, without any prejudice, to love these dudes the way that Jared Allen rode into a horse for his Ring of Honor celebration. Yeah, that was dope. that was epic, dude. That was epic. By the way, just for those who who care and happen to be in New Jersey or Hoboken, me and my lovely wife, Tracy, are going to have a kind of not your average book club event at the Wicked Wolf Bar in Hoboken on Thursday, November 10th, 7 p.m. Come by and check us out. You'll see it on social media. Fantastic. Man, shameless plugs all show long, smooth as butter. And just to end on a shameless plug, there, as I said last week, there was one guy who did care about the Minnesota Vikings enough to predict that they would be going to the Super Bowl to play the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> right here. Just, just saying. Remember it. Mark it down. All right. Tiki, best of luck with the New York City Marathon. Go get them, man. Thank you, brother. And best to you, my friend. God bless you and your family, Ron. Love you. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank you so much. I will dedicate this this show to uh, my dad, Eric Kruk, who always supported me, worked tirelessly to provide for his family, and was an incredible husband and father. 
Gonna miss you, Dad. For my partners, TK Ronde Barber, I'm Ron Cruck. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Tiki Barber, at Ronde Barber, at R. Cruck, and of course, at Superbook Sports. Enjoy the games, everyone. You've been locked into the Betting with a Barber's podcast. 10, 5, touchdown Tiki Barber! Presented by Superbook Sports, featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Ronde Barber, and featuring Ron Kruk. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today, and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Ronde Barber broke up the play. Ronde Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.